York and Chapel presents Brands That Matter, the weekly podcast that explores companies whose products, policies, or practices make the world a better place. Now here's your host, John Rarick. All right, welcome back to Brands That Matter. As we approach our one-year anniversary, I just want to take a moment on behalf of everyone here at York and Chapel and Sugared Studios to thank you all for subscribing to this podcast. We love bringing you these stories and shedding light on brands that do their part to make the world a better place. And if you just stumbled on the show today, please take a moment and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review. Well, most of us know someone, usually a senior citizen, a parent or a grandparent, that either forgets to take their medication. It could be either, you know, on time or sometimes at all. Well, QPath Innovation CEO Victor Lasso and his team have developed some really amazing technology to help solve this issue. He's here with me with me today. Victor, thanks for joining us. Hi, John. Thank you. Glad, glad to be here. So, so, Victor, tell us a little bit about QPath Innovations and what led you to develop this technology. Sounds good. I'm very excited to, um, to, to join this podcast and essentially, um, you know, share my passion and the passion of the company to the, to, you know, towards what we do here with helping seniors and their families. So, you know, the, the background for this is that, you know, people do not take medications as prescribed. And it's one of the largest reasons for seniors ending up in emergency rooms. In fact, it's one of the top three reasons. And so what QPath was solved this was remote medication monitoring. Um, so we, we've developed a unique sensor technology that can be applied to a very popular packaging called blister packs that you can find in many, many pharmacies around the world. And as a result, there is no change in usability for the senior, which is, which is, which is a very um, important aspect of it. You don't want them to uh, tinker with technology. Um, so that was the key, key idea behind it. Um, and I can tell, of course, more um, about it as we go. Um, John? Yeah, so, you know, I, I think about all the different obstacles for starting a, any kind of company at all. I imagine this one had its own very unique set of uh, pain points you had to get through. Can you tell us a little bit about just the process of getting the company up and going? And then I know that, you know, you're in Vancouver, so obviously the Canadian health health uh, health system is a little bit different than it is here in the States. What are some of the things you had to do in order to make sure you could get this product up and running? Oh, you also uh, sound good. And you also ask a few questions here. So I'll just, you know, go one by one. I mean, the whole idea behind it was to uh, help a family member initially, you know, you know, I wasn't even thinking about, you know, a particular solution with sensors and whatnot, but the family member on the other coast of, 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 of North America, uh, you know, did, did not take medications as prescribed, ended up in an emergency room. The whole family's life uh, was affected. My mother, for example, uh, is my grandmother's uh, primary caregiver. And when grandmother ended up in an emergency room for her life, because has changed completely since that moment, that was kind of the inspiration for um, for thinking about this problem. Uh, I mean, every day, mother, instead of going home, um, I mean, go and do her different things, you know, she went straight home to check if grandmother took her medications or not. Um, and we realized that this problem does not affect only, you know, my family, it affects millions of people around the world. So that, that's how we started thinking about this whole thing. And, and um, when trying to solve the problem with existing solutions that are out there in the market, it just did not work for my family. You know, my mother seemed 
it, it, for, for her, it seemed that there is a lot of complexity. And grandmother completely refused to use, you know, big dispensers, machines, and uh, all these complex pillboxes that need pushing and pressing and things like that. So, so um, you know, have a background in uh, semiconductor industry, electronics, chip design, and things like that. So that's, you know, key, key, a combining two worlds uh, idea came to mind. Why not to take packaging that grandma has been using for many, many years, uh, which is blister packs. You can find in any, any, any pharmacy in Canada, uh, Europe, Australia, really picking up in U.S. as well in different parts. And I'll touch on that question as well. Um, and, and for her, basically, it's the same packaging. We did not change the pack. We just uh, created a little smart uh, sticker uh, and a little sensor that goes on the back of the pack and makes this pack a smart pack. So as a result, family uh, receives SMS messages and you know, app updates, statistics, how the grandma is doing. And also, uh, grandma herself um, received, uh, you know, receives no- notifications. The pack itself would beep to remind her, to cue her, to take medications on time. So that's kind of the idea in the background uh, behind it, um, with such that there is no need to train the uh, patient, uh, no need to cha- train the, the, the family, um, except you know, receiving SMS and following up. Um, and to answer the second part of your question, like how, um, you know, this applies in, you know, different countries, I guess, right? So um, in Canada, these packaging is available in every single pharmacy coast to coast pretty much. Uh, some have thousands of patients, some have fewer, uh, and you have robotic automation installed where you, you spit out, you know, hundreds of these packs an hour, and there are warehouses of the machines that are, that are doing that. Um, and so are the different parts of the world. In U.S., it's specifically, uh, we find that in, you know, pharmacies that specialize in seniors, some specialty pharmacies, uh, some pharmacies that are working with different retirement communities, and, uh, and, and, but, and it's growing. Blister packaging is one of the fastest growing uh, packaging for medications in the world. So um, that's, that's the summary. So, Victor, is it, it your go-to-market strategy? Is it specifically B2B, or is there any kind of direct-to-consumer aspect as well? Uh, we decided to go um, through some channels. So, uh, we work with pharmacies, and that's one of the ways we uh, fill and deliver the drugs to the end user. Um, and we also work with. Uh, we've, we've had a number of demands from different uh, players, but we really focus on home care, home care agencies. So when a nurse visits a patient who lives at home, um, they essentially have access to all the patients and families, and we have a special um, uh, tool for them where they can see all the patients and they can follow up, uh, provide call reminders and other services. We bring them more business, and they pay us for the access to the platform. Um, and that, that's, 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 that's the model. So I'm fascinated with the technology, and obviously it's proprietary, so I know there's certain things you can and can't tell me, but tell me a little bit about, you've got it tied up nicely with this mobile app. So with the application, if, for instance, if my grandmother were to miss her medication, would I get, and I had the app on my phone, would I get notified? Yes, you would. So uh, you can have, you can use the app to see the full statistics for a week, for a day, for the last month or some period of time, uh, or if you you know if you're too lazy to open up an app, 
I'm just joking, but you know, some people are just uh, happy to receive an SMS message. So we have this interface as well. You could receive SMS uh, to remind that or to notify you if the, the, the loved one did not take the meds. So that's a very nice, nice thing that we're getting feedback on. A lot of people use that and love it. And you mentioned, uh, you know, an application for, you know, larger groups, for instance, nursing homes, this would be a perfect application. Is this something where uh, 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 a nurse that would might be running a floor with 20 or 30 patients in an assisted living facility, would it apply to that application as well? Uh, it would definitely apply. Uh, we we have a few cases like that as well. We support them because of uh, just uh, connections that we had and the uh, interest we received. Uh, again, we focused on uh, not on that per se, we're focused on nurses, but who actually drive around the city and visit patients who live at home in their own home uh, instead of retirement community. But uh, it definitely is applicable to assisted living, independent living, and long-term and other types of retirement communities. Uh, you know, there is a there is a density of, of patients there. Um, it, it's you know price-wise, everything it's even you know better. So, but you know, key key things we we, we deliver is. Again, summary for all the patients, uh, how they do in terms of the medications, and if you need to do any interventions, so that you can package different services around that. Um, and we usually take take on that part, so we can do follow up reminders on behalf of the home care agency or retirement community. And uh, so basically, we're kind of turnkey solution for that um, part of the market. They don't have to uh, tie up the staff doing this thing. We can do that. Um, while uh, we sell the drugs with our private pharmacy network, which is also another thing why they like it, because um, there is no need to worry about the drugs for any retirement community or home care agency. It's all, um, it's all managed by pharmacies and QPAS. And uh, as a result, um, home care would receive this turnkey solution, uh, which they can advertise, get new patients with, extend the life cycle of the patient within, you know, living in that you know, home or retirement community. So that's the idea. Fascinating business. You know, in fact, let's turn our attention for, to the business side of things for just a minute, Victor. There's a lot of people out there that listen to the show. Um, some probably are sitting on some phenomenal ideas out there. Tell us a little bit about your journey from when you realized that this could be a real thing how did how did you get started? What were some of the phases? I want to hear like specifically like how long were you in R and D? How long did it really take you to assemble the right team to pull this off? And what would you share with somebody that was looking to do something similar? Obviously not the similar technology, but somebody that came up with a really amazing aha idea like you had here. I know that's a lot of questions lumped into one, but would love to hear how your story applied from starting the business. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. So um for 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 entrepreneurs um that might be listening to this po- podcast uh it would be interesting to to say yes the journey could be um uh this is a very interesting journey right uh essentially the mindset before starting this company for me was um i i i would lo- I'd, I'd love to do a meaningful business and that that's impactful so um, and I had a number of ideas, and of course, and and, um, and I did not want to do it alone. So first thing was to find a partner, uh, which in this case turned out to be my friend Ivan, um, and you know brainstorm some number of ideas. 
Uh, and essentially, it did not matter which idea we pinpoint, right? It, it mattered that we do something meaningful and iterate and learn and, and build it. So that was the mindset. And um, so with, when this whole, whole um, idea came up, it was almost like I didn't even think about this because there was just the problem that I was solving for the family. But then it came like, oh, my God, it's actually not just my family. It's so many millions of people out there just by doing a little bit of research. So that was the kind of the seed of it. Now, uh, having a background in kind of electronics, wireless communications and building chips, you know, little chips for, you know, nine years before that um, in, in my previous life, th that's how the world's connected. And my friend's background is mobile, uh, cloud, SaaS, uh, essentially software as a service, businesses and whatnot. So it makes sense to combine our uh, knowledge to build something. Now, in terms of the phases, um, we spent quite a bit of time in the beginning um, tinkering um, with um, printed electronics. So the um, idea of, so for the listeners here, just imagine this blister pack. Maybe you haven't seen it actually. So the blister pack is actually a paper-based pack like your Excel bubblegum pack. When you push out the bubblegum, um, uh, you break aluminum foil. So that's the idea for this pack. Um, usually those guys are bigger. Uh, it's seven day um, per week. So it's a weekly pack. There are seven days in there. So it's a calendar looking pack. Uh, there are 28 cells, seven rows, uh, four columns for four times a day. Uh, and pharmacists put medication in there. So the, so the first kind of six to 12 months we spent in R&D mode, just mostly two of us who had a co-op student as well. And, uh, you know, understanding how we can actually make this pack a smart pack without putting in a big machine and things like that. And uh, that's where the electronic skills came to place. And we played with a lot of different technologies and looked at the patent space, what we can carve out. We found some uh, nice niches in the patent space where we said, okay, well, we can protect this and, and build a great business out of it. So that's when we basically applied to a few competitions. Uh, one, uh, a few competitions won a free office space. Got received some government grants, and that was the time to jump. So we quit our companies and essentially, um, you know, established established this business. That was probably, you know, three uh, to four months into that business. We spent the rest of the year uh, after that, pretty much building the first prototypes, convincing early investors to invest money into us. You know, before we even manufacture the the units. Um, and you know, they, it was, we, we, we were able to do it successfully. So we found some people who understood the industry and whatnot. That was the early investment. So by year, uh, by month 11, we received our first injection of funding from like private investment, private investors. And from this point, we increased the team to four people plus, uh, uh intern. And that got us to almost, uh, the first, another iteration of the product almost commercial. Uh, it, we deployed it with our existing pharmacy customers. We actually had pharmacies prepare us for the product uh, before we even manufactured it, which was great. And, um, and then we applied to Techstars Accelerator so um, in Seattle. So Seattle has this great uh, uh, accelerator called Techstars. It's, it, it, it's, uh, it can be found in many, many different cities around the world. And um, we, once, once we got there, um, we essentially moved. So moved our families, everything. Just wanted to focus on that 24-7. And we spent about five months living in Seattle, just 
working on that, closing the deals, building the product. We launched the commercial version of the product at that time and um, did an investment round, which was um, you know, a fantastic milestone for our business. At this point, we expanded the team uh, to our current state. So we have, uh, you know, about, you know, we have some part-time and full-time, but around uh, uh, six to eight people uh, kind of in this, um, um, in the company, plus a lot of different contract and part-time uh, people that come on, on need basis. Um, you know, I've been talking quite a lot. Um, so that's where we are. No, that's fascinating. That's that's really helpful, and 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 you, you know, I think you got into it in the kind of detail that that sometimes people really need in order to keep that inspiration alive for their own product launches. So thank you for that. I'm I'm curious this technology that you've created. I think you've done a great job at, at solving for a problem that's one of those things that is just out there in the world everywhere. Do you, do you see this applying to other solutions? Maybe not even medical. And if so, you may or may not be able to tell me about them at this point, but if, are there any that you can tell me about? Oh, that's a great question. I think um, even within the medical field, uh, there is a huge opportunity. So the area, um, the, the long-term goal for us, uh, what we're working on uh, as, we, as we're working with the curing customers, you know, thinking the next five to ten years out, we essentially want to be the leader in smart, connected, medication packaging and analytics for the healthcare industry. So, which means that we have packaging and also analytics platform that's running in the cloud, secure cloud, that's collecting all this data and generating various analytics and reports for multiple players in the ecosystem. So one of those first examples of the home care, as, as, as you know, as I mentioned, right? It's, it's the user of this platform uh, and our pharmacy fulfillment network that we're creating. But uh, in the future, we see that there'll be uh, users such as payers, health systems, pharmaceutical companies that want to run various, you know, you know, from clinical trials, developing new drugs and doing analytics on the, on the, on the populations. And, uh, of course, you know, especially once this is covered by medication monitoring, uh, is covered by insurance, Medicare, Medicaid, that would become really relevant. So our platform would be able to support all these different use cases. Um, I also thinking there are other companies that would need to that I've seen a number of play, um, healthcare apps and different businesses that that use multiple sensors, uh, but they actually missing a good medication monitoring solution. So we think that we can work with these kind of companies and provide a quick turnkey uh, solution for them by a quick integration, and they'll be able to get access to our pharmacy network, smart packaging, and just pull this data in, a, uh, in an interesting format. So, so we, can have, we can be in many different uh, places at the same time. So that's, that's, that's the, you know, where are we going? Yeah, Victor, what's on the roadmap for 2020 for, for QPath Innovations? So we um, growing our home care plus pharmacy model uh, going coast to coast. That's the main focus for that. Uh, we're doing all the different tests in terms of growth and scale testing and how we can, you know, sustain it and make sure all the numbers uh, are as we expect as we as we do this estimation and, and the growth. 
Uh, we're also building the next generation uh, packaging, which is completely wireless, completely disposable. Uh, there are no reusable pieces. Um, so that's, that's the, you know, the other parts. And we also have very exciting uh, deals and pilots that we're running with big players. Um, so we'll focus you know, part of our time on, on that as well which is more like aligns with our long-term goals of being that medication adherence to the service um, uh, platform play with smart packaging. How can, how can the listeners at home learn more about what you're doing there at QPath Innovations? Oh, um, def- definitely. So uh, the best way to learn about us is go to www.cuephqpath.io. Um, and... Uh, you know, you can always uh, see the news, the latest announcements. We have a blog and news and releases and things like that. Uh, we're also launching a new web- website within a month, so uh, sometime late November. And happy to receive any requests, emails. If you have any uh, questions or want to learn more about the journey, about the product, uh, about uh, want to potentially collaborate um, and, and work together, please reach us out at info at qpad.io. Uh, there is also contact form on the website. Great. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode. QPath Innovations, another brand doing their part, this time with their product, to make the world a better place. Victor Lasso, thanks for being here today. Thank you. Join us next week for another episode of Brands That Matter. And please... Leave us a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about York and Chapel, visit yorkandchapel.com.